All right, all right. Welcome back to Coaching Falcons. I'm Steve Johnson, also known as Coach J, and we're going to do another episode here, and we've got a different group with me today, three individuals that I coached back in the day, I should say, and uh, joining me tonight is uh, Marcus uh, Garrett, Kenyatta Carter, and Absalom Bryant. So, Welcome, and uh, just just tell us a little bit about yourself, and, and uh, what was what what was it like going to school at Perry Meridian back in the you guys were mid nineties, late nineties. What was it like uh, at, at that time, Marcus? We'll start with you. I guess I would say just uh, knowing what we know now is is crazy to think what the stuff we went through. We wake up as Six o'clock in the morning, we thought it was normal, and catching a bus, forty-five minutes to hour, depending on traffic, away from our house, is is kind of unreal when you really think about it. Yeah. Uh, you talking about coming from Brightwood, and we walking through snow to get to a bus stop, hang on a bus stop for fifteen minutes, and just to go to school, and then. So go. you're you're you're. Guys were the group that was bust in. Was bust in. And yeah. I had a, a conversation with Mark Booth a little bit earlier, and he talked about his his uh, uh, coming down here busing, and he was in the first the first group. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you know, after you guys had come through, you know, busing had been going on for a while. So uh, the attitude and things had changed here at the school. You know, I know when that when I first got here, busing had been going on for just a couple of years, and the hallways were tense. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone got into a fight and happened to be black or white, it was a gang fight. No, it wasn't. It was just two stupid people getting into a fight. One happened to be black, one happened to be white. So yeah, I understand what you're saying when you when you you talk about getting up early and coming on down. Look, so go ahead. And so for us, it was I guess it was probably for us normal because my brother played football. Uh, for Perry back in he, he was at graduated in 88. Uh, Absalon's family went through Perry. So for us, it was just kind of like what we did. We 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 wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, go to school. But now, thinking about it now, it's absolutely crazy. And you're talking about especially football and dealing with wrestling practice. We wake up, go to school early, football practice, sit after football, uh, football practice, wait on a bus to take us back to the neighborhood after practice, so we might wait like an hour or something. Some nights we'd be like seven thirty, we catching a bus back home, yeah. and we'd be on hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Yeah, it's not like we about to go home and eat steak and lobster. We about to go home. And, <laughs> <laughs> we about to go home at, at best and make a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. straight like, leftovers. So it's it's and do it all about over. It do it all over again. Do it all again tomorrow. Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah. and, and and you and Abs. Uh, were dual sport athletes, or apps? You played three sports. Yeah, three okay, sports. so you wrestled for what? Did you wrestle all the way through, Marcus? No, I, I began to wrestle, and I was I seen those outfits, and I was like, "This is not for me." <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, "I'm just gonna lift weights and throw some shot put and call it a day." Okay, okay. But can play basketball. Uh-huh. Okay. Huh? All right, Ken Yada. Our, our next guest is Ken Yada Carter. What I, about you, Ken? Man, I'm, I'm just blessed to be here. With amongst these uh, distinguished, distinguished uh, gentlemen, uh, it was cool, you know. what I mean, coming from northern northern community, so uh, I like just like adapted my way, you know. Just had to adapt to what it was given to me. So 
it was fun, it was a nervous, it was it was a wreck at the same time, but just wanted to be successful, you know what I mean? Yeah. Try to be successful no matter what was given to me. And all of us, because like Absalom, Marcus, uh, some other guys that I can't remember all their names, but he, it would be all night if I had to name everybody. Can't remember. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, we just tried to just be successful. That's the thing it was, just trying to be successful. Nobody gave us a chance to try. Yeah. You know, oh, well, how's this going to be? It, it felt like we were still like, in the old times, like we really was it felt really, segregated. Yeah, it's, yeah, it no, was there was yeah. not was a lot of people supporting. It was, it was real. You get paid on the intercoms. Is it like yeah. Northern community? Your buses, yeah, Northern community, like, like, Northern Northern community, like, like yeah. We talking about Northern community. That's them black people. That's yeah. them black people. Yeah, Northern community buses. Yeah, right, and 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 that was something that the school district had to deal with. So, you know, that was the only way that they knew. Yeah. Because they say Northern Community, everybody knew that it was for black kids. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it, they didn't say that, you know, we of course. Still say, they're Negro. But the yeah. thing about us, yeah. we, we never yeah. acknowledge each other as Northern Community. That's yeah. not a word any of us yeah. ever said in our yeah. high stuff. Like, we all come we, we from the East Side. East yeah. Side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like, yeah. we, everybody knew. We would name our, our streets. So we'd be 23rd, 25th, mm -hmm. 28th, 30th right. Street. Right. No, but none of us ever said no more to community. Right. And, and that, was, that was something for them. Yeah, and so, you guys yeah. never do that. And, you know, no. when we yeah. talked to you, we no. never, I never said north of the community. No. I always said, you know, Brightwood. Yeah. You know, because that's that was, where we're from. That's where, <laughs> that's that's where we're from. See, the thing was for us was because, like, when we was, like, moving, like, like, we was like, man, we got to get up so early. And then we like, well, my personal experience is different from theirs, honestly, like, in the middle of it. But... I guess somebody never told this story because when I started going through stuff and then they had the fortunate they had to stay there he had to stay there in, in Brightwood I got lucky enough to get a good person that just gave me a chance to get out of the neighborhood and I moved in with my friend my white friend mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah which it was it was awkward for everybody else but we was we were still close we was mm -hmm. a, we had a nuclear bond you know what right. I mean I say like, bro I just gotta get out of the neighborhood it's not gonna be good for me it's people getting hurt and those situations. Sure, sure. You know, I, I got to get out of here right now because I don't think I'm going to go down that road if I don't get out of this neighborhood right now. Right. So, fortunately, I was lucky enough to get out of the neighborhood. I wish I would have pushed a little bit farther, but I had an opportunity to go live with a white family. And it was different. You know, I, I didn't know everybody understood it. Right. I did it just but at the time. You did it what was what you felt it was best for you yeah, because you yeah. felt somewhere down the line yeah, it was going to be, be more successful. Tough. Yeah. Ken handled that Michael Moore story on us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what Ken did on us. Yeah, but at the time, though, like, like it was a good move for me in my lifetime. I wish everybody else could have had the opportunity to move, yeah. but we still kept everybody together. We, we right. slowly moved everybody in together, like, hey, let's go hang out over here. This is where we're going to be at. Mm -hmm. Let's stay out of trouble. This is where we're going to be. And mm -hmm. we kept that circle. You yeah. know what I mean? We had a... We had a you had a bond. Yes. Exactly, a bond that just kept everybody together. And that's why it's bond still like it is today. Yeah. And everybody wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, we created that. Right. Like right. Coach Bryant said. So, Coach? I mean, everybody wanted to be a part of it because at the time we all challenged each other. In the weight room, on the field, on the track, or in the wrestling room, everybody wanted to be a part of winning. And you know what winning is. Yeah. It's an epidemic. Everybody, everybody wanted. Yes. So we are. Coach. Uh, Sorry, Coach. But Coach B. I didn't know. Okay, I'm going to back up a little bit. Being bust in was different. 
waking up at 5.30, you miss the bus, you're like, oh, oh well. But you I'm have coaches school. like. How am I get to school? You know, you have coaches like Coach Thornton, Coach Booth. Yeah. Who will come out and pick you up. And I didn't, I didn't really know them, but I'm like, oh, okay, my, my coach is coming to pick me up. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure I get to school. I, that's what's up. That was cool. That was and cool. I didn't know anybody besides my mom and my dad. I never knew another uh-huh. person that I can get close to. So I kind of linked on to that, and then it just it spread it out mm-hmm. through some great coaches that I still call, like, father figures. My dad, so I can say, "Hey, coach, I, I will all you coach. I will always call you Coach Jack." Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're the president of the United yeah. States, I will always call, call you Coach, coach Jack. <laughs> you know, but it it was different. Waking up five thirty, make sure we get the bus. You know, we always had we always had a backup plan. Coach, can you come get me? No matter what they're doing, they always drop the stuff for us. Yeah. And I didn't really understood that until as I got older, they had families to tend to, kids, wife. Other responsibilities. See, I didn't know that either. Why is this person like going out of his way for me or us as a whole? I didn't really understand until I met Coach Wade. We never seen color. Mm-hmm. He said, I will never see color at all. Dark green, light green. Dark green, light green. It was always dark green, light green. <laughs> we were always a unit, always a team. I knew that from day one when I learned that. And I'm like, damn, that is, that is great. And I never saw, I, I've never like, being busted out here, it was never black and white with us. Right. I mean, us, a group who anybody yeah. plays sports or been around know that you had to rely on yeah. one another. Right. And you and 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 that became a separate bond, a different bond. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a, a bond that was in Brightwood, mm-hmm. and then you came out here, and then you had yeah. teammates. Yes. And you all wanted to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, and for a, a while there, you know. Perry, it struggled in certain sports, and football was one that it struggled a little bit. I mean, we, when Coach Enright came in, you know, we we did okay, mm-hmm. but then towards the end of his time, we started to struggle a little bit. Yes, Coach Potter came in, and we struggled the first year or so, but we had to change the, we had to think about changing the mindset mm-hmm. of how we practice, mm-hmm. and you know. Coach Enright would practice for hours and hours and hours, mm-hmm. you know, and that was counterproductive, you know, as opposed to practicing, getting what you need to do, make sure we do it right, okay, make sure that we do it the way we want to do it. If not, we'll start over. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. after the first few times, we didn't have to do that, mm-hmm. you know. So, and then once once winning became contagious, mm-hmm. then it was all part of it. And the, looking at the three of you, all three of you provided something different for football squad. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, in today's day, 175-pound tackle, as Marcus was, that that didn't happen before then. But that's not gonna fly now. But Coach Potter was able to take and see the advantage of having a 175-pound tackle. Of course, offenses were different back then. Defenses were different back then. And so, you know, when you guys were coming through, it was run first, pass second, or play action off of it. And I love it. And so we had to have a quick a quick tackle. And understand. He and understand quick. it, exactly. He was quick. Yeah. And, and, and what they used to do is that uh, when they had odd men fronts back then, the, the big guys were 
out of the tackles. But then people started running fours, then you brought your big guys inside. So offenses had to take their big people and put them at guards. And then you put your tackles that are quicker, you put someone that's quicker at tackle. But and that way they can pull and trap and so on. But I want to get this out of the way too. So my favorite, favorite. We didn't even care about yeah. position. We just, we just wanted yeah. to make sure we on the field. Because yeah. <laughs> Kenyatta was a favorite. People realize, we just talked about this earlier tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were talking about Mark, Mark Booth. Yeah. Yeah. People don't realize Mark Booth was probably made this 98 class. Yeah. Yeah. Because. I was the first black as a, as a, I was that quarterback. Okay. Yeah, talking. Mark Booth came to the neighborhood and yeah. well, as we was eighth graders and made sure we took the physicals to come be a freshman. Right. And he did, I mean, he probably went up. He probably paid. He, probably paid. he probably paid for most of those. Oh, yeah. He paid, paid for, for right. yeah. yeah. Nobody He came that. and put us, he, he made us <laughs> take physicals. He probably paid for the physicals. Paid for the, yeah. It wasn't like he was just coaching football. It was before football season even started. He came and got us out right. of the neighborhood. Hey, you play football, you play football. I'm taking out to get physical. You're picking up at this time, this yeah. date. And, my, and my then he made him. People don't realize that was a quarterback. Was a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and not like, that's why I, when I listened to the podcast, I was like, man, that was me. Like, hold up. Because I had a fractured collarbone like the fourth game. I think it was against Ben Davis. Was like, what was it called? Fulton? Yeah, Fulton. Fulton, Fulton Jr. I had messed up my shoulder that game. That's how I got a fractured collarbone. That's my last time playing. Okay. So I was, I used, we did a lot of quick passes, I think, just to get me accoladed with it. Right. Because I was tall. Yeah. So, which it worked out. It was, it, was, it was cool. And then at the time, I was like, well, man, I'm scared, nervous as heck. <laughs> but I knew the plays, but I didn't know it. Yeah. But I just knew it was, it was, it was going to be good, but that I just didn't take the time just to, you know, relax a little bit. Because yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a role. Right, you know, right. And, role. And, and, and with you, Ken, <laughs> You probably never remember this, Uh-oh. but the very first time that we, Uh-oh. you, yeah. out here on the varsity with us, and Uh-oh. it was the very first day that we hit, and we looked at you and went, man, he's tall, he's athletic, mm-hmm. and then, I don't know if we did hamburger drill or something, Uh-oh. and then at the end of the drill, you were over there rubbing your arm with this big look on your face like, I don't know if I want any part of this, and I'm thinking like, Man, he gotta stay out here. Cause he's got a look in his eye right now that's like, I don't think he wants to be a part of it. But then, you know, you came back the next day and then once we got used to the contact. That's the contact. The contact is the concept. It's a physical sport. So yeah. I was like, he was now nah, tell the truth. In the neighborhood, uh, this so in the neighborhood playing Ken is a basketball player, so in the neighborhood he played basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't play, so everybody don't like Cinder Grove. They start their, their football kids at second grade. They hit in the second grade, run that same, same crazy offense. Right, right. People like me and Abs, we in the street <laughs> on concrete playing football mm-hmm. as kids. Yeah. Kids playing basketball. <laughs> so that's right why kids were little bit soft. Yeah. But he talked about, and I think going back to this again is the fact that we talked about. In, in the previous podcast that I've had, we talked about we hit. I mean, we weren't afraid of hitting. Yeah. And the, the, the catalyst to your success was Mikey Brizendine. Wow. As a freshman wow. that came across the street, oh he said that, you know, we're going to be good. And then we, we hit and we did tackling stations and we got so used to it that when the next group came across the street, 
It was normal because Sorry. we did when we had our little kids camp. Mm -hmm. We had tackling stations and so on, and so that was part of it. And we just knew that's how how it was going to be. The other thing that made you guys unique is that the entire team was fast. I mean, the slowest person on the team ran a five flat forty. It was, was not me. It was. 300 pounds worth of pounds on there. He it said it's not me. But it was him. <laughs> it was him. But that was, that was the entire team. So we, we hit, we had a lot of speed and so on. And so we just started to improve. You know, Coach Potter took the, the line. He's always, and this is, I give him a lot of credit for this, he always wanted to concentrate on defense first. So I always got the best kids. You know, and then if you can't score, he's going to make a way of scoring. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's kind of the concept of it. That was being as hell having my skinny ass hit them damn bags, though. I can tackle man. stations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love tackle stations because it makes more sense, though. Dude. Yeah, it makes it like yeah. practice. Yeah, get the but, tackle yeah. station, then we're going to be doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, it but practice was stuff. always intense yeah. like, from beginning to the end. Um, like, now it wasn't. A lot of teaching, like now it's a lot of teaching, but back then it was more like, hey, you got to yeah. Technique. It's how you wear teams out. Right. If you wear teams right. out, if you're defense, you wear them out by hitting the quarterback. Right, right. Hitting whoever gets the ball. If the ref getting your way, you run him over to you, help him up later. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it was always being physical. Yeah. And we talk about Mike Brisson now, who was a leader. He was a great leader. He did it, he did it, he did it. And it was like, as far as me, Okay, I'm gonna be quiet and listen. Cause he's successful. Mm -hmm. He was a power cleaner. He worked hard in everything he did. I kind of like sit back and watch him for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, man, let me see if this guy's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, he is the real deal. Yeah, and he was the real deal. He made North South All Star team. Uh, so his work ethic was unbelievable. I said, man, I'm gonna get on. I'm, I'm gonna jump on. Yeah. Then the others jump on. Right. So we went in our senior year. You know, zero zero, Columbus North. I will never, never forget yeah. that game. They ran the kickoff back. We're like, oh man, come on. Then as we start, you know, hey, let's do this, let's do it. You know, 14, 21, 56, we're like, let's roll. Yeah. And, and and that started the season off. Mm -hmm. uh, we just never looked behind. Yeah, it's and, and everybody started clicking because yeah. what it was, people don't realize, like we talked was talking about earlier. Coach Johnson called. Joe J said. Y'all want to stealth this. Yeah. So everybody, we rolled yeah. stealth force. We, we, we all clicked. <laughs> everybody, they all magnified us stealth force. And all of a sudden, yeah. Briz and I was like, I'm hanging with the stealth force tonight. Yeah. So we used to go out at nighttime on, on Friday nights and Saturday nights, drive around the circle. But we stayed out of trouble. Stay out of trouble. That's part of the bond. And then, and then, and then now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Briz and I remember, like, I'm in the stealth yeah. force tonight. So, yeah. and, and, and us, it, so it turned into, besides us, we had people from. We don't want to say this. Yeah. Southport, unfortunately. That's all right. They, but they called their self. We, or we, we parsed it. So yeah. we adopted a couple of kids in Southport. Yeah, right? so everybody wanted like, to so, join this this winning team yeah. all of a sudden. That was at Perry. <laughs> can we get that out of the way, too? Tell them how many teams we lost to. Let's talk uh, about the stealth force. Where did that come from? Somebody explain that. All right. Well, I don't <laughs> know if I got sprinted better than anybody else. I don't know. <laughs> what happened? Because, so, us <laughs> loafing. Yes, pretty yes. much. The uh, key was... Uh, I me and Mark Run. Mark is probably fun to explain better than me. Well, everybody so, it, it all started when... 
He's the better. We got asked to run sprints because the freshmen didn't want to pick up equipment. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody pick up the field. Mm -hmm. So each class, each day, different days, had to pick up equipment. So we didn't pick up equipment. I was one of them. It's like, hey, look, I'm not about to pick up equipment. I need to catch this bus. So I used a bus for an excuse. So I ran in there. I came back the next day, and it was like, hey, Coach White was like, hey, you guys are did it now. I was like, man, what is this old dude talking about? Man, it's always right there. It was a freshman year, wasn't it? Yeah, and he was just, he made us run. And I understand that. He said, are you guys going to step there? I'm like, I looked it up. I was like, what's that for? Being somewhere that you're not supposed to be. And I said, oh, I kind of like that. So we just kind of just took it from there. And ran with it. Yeah, and just pretty much ran. My freshman year, Booth was so mad at us. Oh, yeah. Coach Booth was so mad at us. So mad. He made us run. Like, those ladders got. He made us. Was run. that a ladder? Was it a ladder? Booth ran and made us run like for like marathons at one practice. It was a ladder. Yeah, and we I called, quit. We all quit. Was it a yeah. ladder? Yeah. I quit and came yeah, back. Like, man, I ain't going, I ain't because going I, I know I needed football more. Football needed me. I needed that discipline. <laughs> My version had. I, I, I had Potter as, as, as an English teacher. Yeah. After, after, I, after we quit from running, he grabbed me. You gonna be at practice tonight? Yeah. Yes, coach. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just didn't we know. Weren't, we weren't going to let you quit. Yeah, come from neighborhood, it wasn't like, you know, my, my parents were strict on me. They were rough. My dad was rough on me. It was never like, hey, you need to pick this up and you need to clean your room type. It just just get good grades in the classroom. Be a good person. So I didn't know, like, someone being physical on me and like, hey, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do to be successful. I never had that. And, you know, coming from somebody whose brother played in the league, who he, he's coached some good kids, and mm-hmm. I never never really thought about it. Like, man, he's just always on my back. But I didn't get it until, like, man, okay, can, how good can I really be? Yeah. Like, now now we call it being coachable. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing the right things, doing the little things right. I, I never understood that until I quit and came back, and I was like, all right, I'm going to turn it off. I'm not going to quit again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's change subject here for a second. I have a question for you guys. Um, what What do you remember or what stands out um, during practices and or games? Is there any practices or games that stand out that you can that you can remember? Uh, there was a couple of practice where me and Jose was taking it easy on each other. Like, look... We set it out the gate. <laughs> Listen, man, you ain't going to go hard. Chris Hardman, too. Like, hey, you ain't going to go hard. We ain't going to go hard. Bet. We out there. Boom, boom. And that wasn't good enough for Coach Wade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, hey, do I have to talk about somebody that you care about to, to get you to go hard? I'm like, oh, man, I ain't trying to hit this dude hard. It's been a long day in the classroom, long day in the hallway. Just, it was just a long day. So then it's just he, he kicked it up a notch. And he challenged us. Uh-oh. It was like, you know, we play three to get ten. We do hamburger. Okay. It was like, man, I'm not trying to run sprints after work, so I'm going to go all out. Why do we have to do this to make you go all out? Why right. do we have to do this to challenge you? Why shouldn't it just be automatic when your cleats hit the grass? And I never really thought about that until I was like, okay, man. So every time we hit the grass, I'm like, I'm going to hit you. I mean, we're going to be cool afterwards, right? We good? Okay, cool. I might throw a little cheapy, hit you in the back, boom. You know what I mean? Don't get mad at me. I'm trying to get one up on you, you know? <laughs> but, you know, speaking of Jose, you know, we, we lost Jose this year, right? Yes. And um, 
Yeah, and um, you know, as you mentioned that, you know, you guys always got after it. You know, mm -hmm. after I evidently after that talk with probably Coach Wade, because yeah. he coached both offense and defense. Well, he coached defensive line. And so you guys always challenged one another and mm -hmm. everybody, all you did. Mm -hmm. So that only made us better as a team because we didn't take we didn't take any days off. Mm -hmm. We we went I mean, we didn't take anybody to the ground, but we always did butt the string up. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was always get your feet in the right tackling position. Mm -hmm. No, don't be diving at people. We don't mm -hmm. do that. Get you get your ass there on time mm -hmm. and Tackle with your chest. Tackle, I used to say tackle with your titties. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that way you don't get hurt. If your head is up, your head's not down, and your feet are going to be in the same position, so you'll make tackles. Mm -hmm. You know, I was always uh, always in favor of the proper tackling techniques. And as you mentioned earlier, we always hit, and we hit, and we yes, hit, sir. and we hit. Yes, and they, we finally wore them out. I don't think it was a day we did not hit good. And, and the thing we, we really, I think we hit everything. We, we lost, we lost, we lost to Ben yeah. Davis, Lawrence Central, and Blue yeah. South. That's, that's what I wanted. And the whole thing is, like, we, we wouldn't yeah. scare nobody. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, so, we like my best friend, Jamil Abdullah, he graduated from LC, yeah. 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 football. And me and Kanata tell him this whole time, but it's like, during the warm-up, Jamil, we, we became, like, good friends yeah. two years after we graduated. Yeah. Like, we didn't know him during high school. Yeah. I became, like, best friend of Jamil after high school. So the game, me and Kenyatta, we were on the end of the We were close to like the 45 line, 45 year, uh, yard line, mm -hmm. warming up, stretching, and Jamil's out there punting the ball, yeah. warming up. Yeah. We was like, is this, hey man, hit us with this ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna go down there and bust his ass. We was making his head stretching, and Jamil was like, it was like, boom. And the ball kept coming like, like, if this dude hit us with this ball, seriously, we're going to go down there and bust him. But everybody like knew LC was like the team. They were a phenomenal team. Not like they are now. And a footnote, because it was funny, because when we walk and you look up at the stands, it's like all northern community black people. Yeah, so people say, damn, black people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like five or six of us before it actually They were shocked to see black people get off the bus and prepared, but now it was like Knowing, knowing these, these same people, and I, mm -hmm. they're, they're just as competitive as us, but we was over here, they was yeah. over there. Right. Yeah. But, but most people were scared of them. Mm -hmm. Us, in that class, heck, we wanted all the we wanted, we, wanted, we, wanted, we wanted to bust everybody on the South Side of our 98. Yeah. Yeah. We, wanted, exactly. we wanted Center Grove. Exactly. We would have loved to smash Ron Colley back then. Sure we wanted that. But that's, that's why I did the drop. It kind of confuses me how it was set up back then because we can play certain type of schools that we thought we should be in the same realm with. Us, right. You know what I mean? It, it, was, it was more conference things because yeah. we hadn't been in a conference for a while, and since we were part of Conference Indiana, and there are 10 teams in Conference Indiana. You think we could have played those teams? You think we could have played those teams? We could have played them, yeah, but there was no, there was no, no, point. no time to yeah. get those games in. If we had, we had to play nine game. games, oh. and at the end of nine games, we go right into the, the we went right into the playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, we could have finagled some other things about prior to getting in Conference Indiana, uh, but once we got in Conference Indiana, we had to play the schedule. We had to play the schedule. Oh, okay. okay. So there was no there was no independent or no 
basically free games that we had because from day one we were playing conference games. Back to your question though, the main well, we all know that the main thing that we remember <laughs> from us playing is Martinsville football game. Oh, <laughs> yes. What, what was it about the Martinsville we, football we, we, game? We were getting beat at halftime. Can we talk about them? And, and Coach Carter, he grabbed, he, he got it all in the he got northern all the communities yeah. and said, "These people don't like y'all." Yeah, <laughs> which was true. They're, they're, they were raised true. to do this yeah. certain they, they type of way. Them. And I'm glad we were and that. feel the type of way. And at that point, I was like, I'm in. We, we, we turned we, we might turn in from when Potter told us that. Yeah, we turned it, it into kind of like really turned you into different animals. You didn't know that before? No, no, not, 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 not like this. Not the type of environment down there. We didn't know. We didn't, we didn't go down sports. When you in sports, yeah. think about it. When you in sports, everybody's, like you said, light green, dark green. You don't think about racism and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but. When Potters told us at halftime, it was like something clicked, yeah. and we was like, and we were, "Oh, this is this is bigger than football. We got exactly. to go right. <laughs> like, seriously, it was. We all we talk about this every time we talk about football. We talk about did we the Marshville game. We killed. Them. Did we play them up here? Or play them down, 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 down there. Down there. Down there. Okay. So it was kind of like we're not gonna shake their hands. You guys go ahead and get on the bus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hey, I'm with you guys. We're our, we're a unit." We're a family. Yeah. Let's get on the bus. I'm walking with you guys. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it was different. Like, we talk about first time, but B.J. Rose yep. was another linebacker who also was the head coach in Martinsville. His drive was good. Yeah. And His drive was good. He, he was with us. Now, it was like, it's kind of different down there now. You yeah, know, it's changed. Got, yes. It's changed from what? Last time we've been to 22, 23 yeah, years? Yeah. yeah. How how crazy that is to think that they have African Americans down there now yeah. a lot. Yeah. Twenty years though. Yeah, twenty years ago, how things were changing. Yeah, exactly, and and that's what happens. I mean, just just think when you guys came out to Perry Township, everybody was bust in. Mm-hmm. Now, the township is more brown than it is white. Yeah, yeah. different. Mm-hmm. You, know? hey, you see, Isaiah Tom, uh, Thomas. Uh, we talked to. Uh, the other day, Isaiah was talking about when he got was getting recruited from Bob Knight, mm-hmm. and he was oh, saying yeah. how his family was like, "Okay, you want me to go play? You want him to go to Bloomington, Indiana, right outside of Martinsville, which yeah. is known as the KK capital of the USA." Mm-hmm. He yeah. said, "So how are y'all gonna protect Isaiah going to Bloomington?" Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's what Bob Knight was like. I'm gonna fight next to him. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I'm telling you when Potter said said mm-hmm. that as at halftime. It, it, all of yeah, us, all just, every we got community kids, we, we got some approval. We, 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 we was gonna win that game. It wasn't even a question. I'm mad. I ran in the back of Brian Short for the freaking touchdown. Damn, I should just went to the right. Yeah, I'm so mad at you. Because I used to love running down the field blocking. And I'm like, man, he got right away. I'm tired, man. Why not run into his back? All open, line right there. I should have scored that touchdown that game. They never get back. But back then, it's what you. Which you could say or called Ironman football. You, if you're the best kid at the school, you're gonna play both ways. Right. Uh, now it's more of a um, you have a hybrid player who comes in occasionally or can play multiple sports. I mean, sorry, not multiple sports, multiple positions. Positions, right? Okay, Kenyatta played quarterback, running back, defensive end. Yeah. Mark is the same yeah. way. He can play anywhere on the line. And I was just, I'd rather stay inside. 
Looking for the ball. <laughs> it's just exactly. looking for a ball. I'm peak, stand up high. And yeah. up to now, I kind of say the same things that you guys tell me. Your pad level is too high. I'm like, dang. I tell them my high school, high school coaches. Yeah. Your pad level too high. What's that mean? I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Are you, oh, I forgot, coach. And I'm like, so man. You're old school yeah. compared to, you know, football has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was out of practice here just a few years ago. And they were rolling some damn thing down, and they were tackling it. The donut. Yeah. The donut. Uh-huh. I said, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh-uh. Whatever that donut cut right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the other thing is that the donut is going to teach you how to get hurt. Because the first thing that you do when you go to tackle the donut is you put your damn head down. Uh-huh. And then you're going to... Grab at a, an area that's no bigger than the size of a donut, mm-hmm. and if that person's a leg, you're trying to grab their legs. What if he moves his leg? Exactly. Then you're whiffing, so you're out of position. So, number one, you're gonna get hurt. Okay, you're gonna be too far away to make the tackle because you're diving at somebody. Correct. All right, and then that person's gonna run out of your tackle, mm. and it's gonna teach you how to tackle from behind or the side as opposed to, you know, fronting somebody up. Exactly. Now, I don't know if they do a lot of fronting up now or not because no concussion protocol and all that stuff. Yeah, but if you tackle tough. with your chest, mm-hmm. you know, you're not your head's not gonna be involved. Exactly. And re- restart you your know? feet on contact yeah. and run your feet because exactly. you go to the weight room all summer long, so that little drill should be cake, but they don't teach that anymore. Right. Tuck and roll, get in there with your shoulder and roll through. I'm not a fan of it. I and then let's talk like about it. Coach Tommy too, because he was the greatest. He Coach was Tommy. intense Coach Tommy the in the weight room. There's the times where Amen. I have class or after class or exactly. after school where I had to go in there and finish my weights. And, and half the time, I'm like, man, I'm not really feeling that. We're going in there and shoot some hoops. Went in there and shoot some hoops one day. It was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Told me and Coach Potter, I got yelled at, got my head blown off. Like, this is the sport you're going to go do? And I was like, oh, man. So I went in the weight room and tried to hide. And just any other kid, I was young, tried to hide. It was like, Absalom, where are you at? I'm like, man, I can't believe this is happening to me right now. <laughs> Stood up, and I got embarrassed in front of the whole, oh my the whole class. And I was like, this will never happen again. I would never, I, was just, I would never take that moment for granted because for me, being Marion County Athlete of the Year, that moment set the tone. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, quit playing. So they see something in me that I don't. That I need to, I need to get on the wheels. I need to get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that I needed that because I was a. Uh, Way to plug yourself. Yeah, I was a uh, very. I wouldn't say a difficult kid, but I was more of a clowner. Entertainer. Oh, you definitely entertainer. Yeah. I love to get it. Still are. Yeah. I love to laugh. I love to have a good time. But the times where my team needed me, I always always make sure I was available. Right. You know, but, yeah, that's just that moment where it's like, okay, I I need to be for real now. Hi, that's the end of part one of today's episode. Please come back next week and join us for the conclusion of today's podcast. We have come together to fight for victory. Best friends with one another. Two, two, five, like one big family. Zero. So come on, Eagle mighty strong. Falcons. Let's, let's join in on the fun. One. 
Our team is following ready strong to fight for number one. Cover one. Our team includes one, many three, things to help us win this fight. Guts one, cover wide, poise. Zero, show one, three, Tomahawk, cover three. And if we don't do what is right, one, seven, we'll find out what is wrong. Three. Our Base, team will never three. give up. Our three, team one, will seven. never give up. Our Kamikaze. team will never give up. Cover zero. We've been fighting for too long.